What is going on, Hawks Nation? Welcome back to another edition of the HFTV podcast brought to you by Alex and Mac. Hopefully you guys had a great holiday break. You had a great Christmas view. If you celebrate Christmas or Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, hopefully everything was time well spent with the family. And uh, on behalf of myself and everyone at Hawks Fan TV, we wish each and every one of you guys uh, a happy holidays and you know a, a great incoming new year. Uh, Mac, how was your holiday break, my man? It was awesome, man. It was a... Uh... It was great um, uh, off the court and on the court. Hawks basically only played one game. You know, that that Pistons game we'll go into a little later. But um, like you said, man, I, I myself got to spend a lot of time with family. Um, my girlfriend and my family's actually met for the first time, and it went well. So, so you know, it was uh, – yeah, it, it, it went well. Everybody was happy and jolly, and it was, um, it was great, man. And I actually ended up being surprised with a basketball goal on Christmas morning. I felt like a kid again. But uh, I was already built in the driveway for me and everything. So, um, you know, my my NBA dream starts today, guys. I know I'm almost 30, but, hey, you know, I might be in the league in a couple years. So we'll see hey, what happens. Never um, too late, Mac. Never too Mac, late. Never too late, man. But, yeah, man, it was it was a great, great uh, holiday break for me. As you said, uh, you know, I'll kind of just reiterate that. I hope everyone else had a great holiday as well. Um, you know, it's, it's a wonderful time of year. It can be a tough time of year for certain people. I, uh, I do have a – few my buddies if that's the case for them so for those of you definitely looking out for you guys as well hope hope that holiday wasn't wasn't too tough for you this year but um but yeah man it's a a wonderful time uh all smiles over here all, all positivity and um we can definitely go into a little bit of a hawks breakdown as i mentioned not too many games happened since our last episode uh it was really just that pistons game but you know i'll say this man it was uh, a 25-point win against the team right now that currently has the worst record in the league. So Hawks did what they got to do. You know what I mean? It was not one of those squeaker games where we won by, you know, a few possessions. No, we we definitely came out and uh, uh, kicked some ass, part of my French, on that one. Um, it was a little bit of the battle of the Bogdanoviches. Uh, both both guys had pretty good games. Um, obviously, our bogey came away with the win. So, uh, you know, ha- happy about that. It was a... Uh, it was just it was a fun game. <laughs> you know, I I I don't really have much to say about it. Like I said, we 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 handled our business. It was uh nothing nothing to get too too worked up about. Like I said, it's it was a game that we should have won by 25 points. So that's that's why I'm not going to think too much into it or 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 whatnot. Um before before I talk to you, I I do say I will say I I thought it was a little lame we ended up not being one of the Christmas Day games this year, I think. Uh it feels like we almost got uh, screwed over for having people be injured last year and being, I think there was at least one or two people that had COVID at the time. So, um, so yeah, it, it was, it was unfortunate with that. I, I definitely would have liked to see the Hawks play on Christmas again, especially a healthy Hawks squad, but Hey man, I actually, with that being said, have a decent amount of faith that we will be playing on Christmas next year and hopefully actually hosting the game instead of uh, being the away squad. So we'll see what happens. But, uh, but yeah. yeah, Alex, how, how how did you feel about that uh, Detroit game, my man? Yeah, like you said, man, it was uh, we we took care of business, right? Uh, a lot a lot of these games that we've seen all season have really come down to the wire. We have a big lead, we give up the lead late in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, same old, same old. But you know, the last game that we played was very encouraging. You know, it was a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, it was against the Pistons, the worst team in the league. They only have eight wins." Yada yada yada. But, hey, anytime you can win by 20-plus against an NBA team, that's a a huge W. Uh, And the way this season's been going for us so far, Mac, uh, I'll take as many 20-point wins as possible, regardless of the opponent. Um, Every single starter 
in that game and every single player too that actually played and, and saw minutes was a positive and the plus minus BPM. So that's awesome. Team high, John Collins plus 23. The second highest was DeJounte Murray at plus 19. Couple of quick tidbits from this game. Uh, first and foremost, DJ looked fantastic. Uh, he chipped in, uh, tied the team in uh, most points in the game. He had 26 points, five dimes, but he had four steals. So this is, I think, game number four where DeJounte has already had four or more steals in a single game. So love to see that uh, tenacity from the defensive side from DeJounte, one of the main reasons why we brought him over here, um, and also chipped in uh, three rebounds as well. Uh, JC, slow game, but he played great defensively, protecting the rim when Clint Capella was out. JC only had eight points, but chipped in 12 rebounds and a season-high three assists. So great job on JC and also had three blocks tied with Clint Capella for uh, oh, he actually led the team in most blocks, actually. Clint had two. Unfortunately, there was uh, a, a slight downside to the game, that game, and that is Clint Capella kind of re-injuring. We don't know the extent of the injury just yet, folks, but um, his right calf was experiencing some soreness and tightness. If you guys know, that is the same calf that he missed the last couple of games with. So hopefully this little long break of the last four days, uh, hopefully our guys are healthy. I know DeAndre Hunter also injured his ankle in the first half of last game, but he did come back and finish that game. However, that could have just been the adrenaline. Once you sleep on and you wake up the next morning, probably could have experienced some swelling because the ankle sprain didn't look that Good to be quite honest, but hopefully it's nothing too serious. Um, but Trey Young, Trey Young, 26 points. He only took 15 shots, Mac, gave us 26 points, 13 assists, and only one turnover. So his final stat line was 26 and 13, two steals, two rebounds, one turnover, and shot uh, an incredibly efficient nine of 15 from the floor. And seven three pointers, if I remember. Three of seven from from distance that game, too. So oh, okay. that actually was one of Trey's best games of the season, in my opinion, just because of the, the playmaking. He obviously was scoring efficiently, got to the line a few times. Uh, but that one turnover is is beautiful thing to see. If he can just limit, you know, one to two turnovers per game, um, if he can replicate what he did last game, then we're going to win a lot of games from this point forward. But that was a beautiful performance. And while we're on Trey Young, you know, it's if you guys like obviously a lot of the haters, Mac, they were talking about Trey Young's start to the season. Uh, and we know Trey historically slows, you know, starts pretty slowly to start the season. Right. But usually it only lasts maybe 10, 15 games at most. And then he's right back into being Trey Young this season in particular. It's taken roughly around 25 to 28 games for him to really find that stroke. But um, just in the last four games alone, he's averaging 32 points a game over 10 assists per game, 44% from three on 8.2 attempts, so very high volume, 44%, and almost 50% from the field. These are MVP-level numbers, right? If, if he could have just done this throughout this entire season, he probably would be like a top three seed at this point. But, hey, no time like the present, Mac. And right now, Trey Young is playing his best basketball um, and, uh, it's, it's perfect timing too. You know, a lot of our guys are coming back healthy, but Hey, what, what, what do you, what have you seen from Trey these past couple of games that you like? Uh, I mean, I think you noted on the head, man, we're, we're starting to see the Trey young that we've all come to, uh, love and know, you know, as Atlanta fans. So 
Um, it's good to see him getting that uh shotting shooting percentage up because you know, sure, early in the season, as you mentioned, he was still putting up pretty pretty high points, but it was you know on thirty seven percent shooting on the night, or, or probably even worse for a lot of the time. So, um, definitely good to see him. You know, getting getting back into his groove. Hawks are getting back in their groove. Uh, won three of the last four. Um, you know, we got Indiana tonight um, in Indiana. So, or at Indiana rather. So, you know, I, I think that's a very winnable game. Brooklyn should be a little tough. We'll, we'll kind of get into those later, but right now, man, I, I feel good. It's, I think the heat is kind of starting to die down. The dust is settling a little bit with all that, just for lack of better term drama that was surrounding the team. It feels like we're kind of getting past that focusing more on just the fundamentals of, of playing the game of basketball and, and uh, building team camaraderie and, and whatnot. So, you know, I, I feel good about the whole team, especially Trey. Uh, like you said, the numbers he's putting up right now, if he had been doing that all season, we're easily a top three seed. And he's e- easily in MVP discussions, if you ask me. I know national media, uh, for whatever reason, seems to not really like Trey Young that much. Um, but it still doesn't matter. Numbers don't lie. So um, we'll see what happens. Uh, when a guy like Trey Young starts playing his best basketball of the year, um, it's it's <laughs> for opposing fans. I'm sure it's uh, probably a little frustrating, but for Hawks fans, man, it's it's exciting. We uh, we probably are going to see some forty burgers and and things like that here soon. Uh... And uh, it's I'm I'm ready, man. I'm ready. And you know the uh, the new year is a new start for not only all of us. But the Atlanta Hawks as well, man. So um, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about about this turn that the team seems they're making right now, uh, and especially Trey Young. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. As we all are, as we all are. Uh, yeah, Trey's heating up, folks. And once Trey, you know, continues this play, I think it's obviously just going to elevate this team even more. But not only Trey. Is crypto going because, to zero? Oh, oh God! Oh God! Uh, Trey's been fantastic, but. Uh, and, and as con- Trey continues to perform at this level, obviously, I think we're going to start racking up a lot of W's because, as we mentioned in every show, there's still a lot of the season left to be played. And, um, you know, we haven't even reached the halfway point. So we, we've referred to this multiple times now in previous episodes. But, hey, the Celtics, very similar situation as last year. They were hovering around 500 pretty much up until the All-Star break. They flipped that switch and just went on a tear and obviously made the finals. Not saying that we're going to, you know, we're a shoe in for the finals, but uh, things like this have happened before. So, and I, um, and I think a key point real quick about that, you know, compared to the Celtics, they didn't make a coaching change. So it was just that they, they finally started gelling and, and maybe whatever Uduko, God, I can never say his name right. M.A. Uduko's system was last year. Maybe it just started working. I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just saying maybe it isn't that Nate needs to leave. I, you know, look, man, at the end of the day, best case scenario as Hawks fans, we have to accept it is that Nate McMillan is a championship winning coach. Okay. Like starting over fresh is not necessarily something that, you know, we want to do again. Um, We're not as young of a team as we were last time we did it. And, you know, if, you know, we turn things around and, and go into the postseason strong, I do think Nate deserves to come back next season. But we'll 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 see what happens. Well, and and that's what I'm saying, man. If we turn it around and do as you're saying, what the Celtics did and go to the finals, no, I don't I don't think Nate needs to get the boot at that point. Um, so I'm just saying the finals. Nate Nate absolutely deserves to come back, but yeah, and and that that's all I'm saying. That's all. If we do make the turn that you're kind of you know. 
comparing us to, and I know you did mention that like you're not saying that we're going to go to the finals. I'm kind of taking it that further step, if you will, that if we do make it to the finals, um, you know, I, 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 I get it, man. I'm critical of Nate too. Like, honestly, I think I'm probably one of the people that is more critical of Nate, but at the end of the day, like I said, best, best case scenario is that Nate is the guy for us. So, um, you know, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. The I just, best I case just... would be, yeah. If, if we won a lot of games and made the finals, then we can claim Nate to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the Celtic situation, you know, Ime, he was a first year head coach. Obviously there was going to be a lot of kinks that they needed to work out. Um, and they just needed that that extra time to gel. Nate, on the other hand, has been a head coach for you know twenty plus seasons, so it's it's slightly different meter for me personally. Like we've already seen what Nate has done in the last two decades as a head coach, and it's it's never that successful. So hey, hopefully I'm wrong. Maybe in year twenty two he can you know uh, surprise a bunch of people, and uh, you know we can make a finals appearance, but. You know, the one thing that I think we can absolutely agree on in most Hawks fans is the team is talented, right? And aside from Trey Young, Trey's looking fantastic. Hopefully he continues that up. DeJounte's looking good. I want to see DeJounte continue applying the pressure. And one thing that he was so great at in San Antonio was, you know, being able to break down his man off the dribble and then attacking the basket, getting to the rim and just finishing around the paint. Uh, We haven't seen that as much. At least I haven't seen it. Uh, this particular season and maybe that's still because it's a brand new team and he's just trying to get other guys involved but DJ you know we're we're 30 plus games in the season like it's time for you and Trey to take over in moments uh, that we need y'all to and you know I want to see him keep being aggressive but you know the the team we're starting to get a lot of guys back bogey's officially back bogey's actually averaging uh, almost 18 points a game on 40 percent from three since coming back from his injury uh, and he scored in double digits every single game except for two. So nine out of the 11 games that since he's been back, he scored double digits, three of which were almost 30 burgers. He scored 31 against Brooklyn, 28 against Chicago, 28 against Charlotte. Um, so Bogey's looking fantastic. Uh, A.J. Griffin, it looks like he's slowly starting to find his rhythm. And, uh, you know, those first uh, few months of rookie basketball, first getting real minutes in the NBA, it looks like that's starting to settle down a little bit. And I'll tell you what, Mac, those lineups in that second unit with Bogey and DeJounte and and A.J. Griffin, love those lineups. I want to see more of that. Um, But this is exactly what we talked about, you know, before pre-injury Bogey. We said, hey, once Bogey gets back, that's going to help our second unit out tremendously. It's going to help our spacing out. And that's exactly what we've seen. Um, I forget exactly what the stat is, but before Bogey came back, we were – like bottom five in all three-point categories, spacing categories, et cetera. Now we're more like in the middle of the pack, a little slightly below middle of the pack, but you see that uh, significant jump since Bogey's come back. And once Trey, you know, starts continuing his three-point efficiency, you know, that's just going to increase, increase, increase. AJ's looking real nice as of late. Um, But yeah, I mean, and I said this in one of our post-game shows, which by the way, if you guys – aren't following us on Twitter, make sure you follow us at Hawks Fan TV. We do post-game shows after every single game, win or lose. And, um, you know, it looks like Nate is slowly starting to tighten up that rotation, Mac. And this is one of the big things that Nate has been criticized of in previous years is doing those hockey subs and, you know, basically going the full bench and playing as many guys as possible. But these last last couple of games... Uh, sorry about that. These last couple of games, he's 
really tightened up that rotation. So it's really the same eight people that we've seen. It's, of course, our obvious starters, Trey, DJ, De- uh, DeAndre, JC, and Clint Capella. Then you got pretty much bogeys, the first off the bench. Then you got AJ and Onyeka Congo. That's pretty much our eight-man rotation that we've been running for the past two games. Hopefully it continues. Um, but it looks like because bogey's back, it looks like our good friend uh, Jalen Johnson has been slowly taken out of the rotation, unfortunately. But hey, I get it. He's looked, it's like, it's very similar to Cam Reddish, right? Like some plays, he looks fantastic. He'll make a great pass, finish at the rim, whatever. And then the other times he looks like completely lost. So, and that, and that's kind of what he's experiencing right now. So I understand why we had to pick Jalen to to kind of come out the rotation, but I'm fine with running an eight man rotation with maybe a little bit of Aaron holiday or someone like that playing spot minutes here and there. But I really like that, that first eight man rotation that we have very strong, very, very strong. Oh yeah. No. And I'll, and I'll go to say that our eight man rotation is, you know, I'm not going to say it's one of the best in the league, but it's on the better side of, you know, the, the, I'd, I'd say, you know, top 12 in the league, may, maybe, uh, you know, and, and, we're, and we'll prove that as, as this eight-man rotation continues to go. Obviously, we're not going to be able to do an eight-man rotation for the rest of the season, you know, um, but I, I, I would think, you know, these big games that we got here coming up, uh, the two at home against the Nets and the Lakers, you know, the Lakers sure have a losing record right now. They're a little bit of a roller coaster of a team, but it's still the Lakers. It's still LeBron, right? Like me and you were at the game last year. It's still going to be insane. And the game before that is just this team, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, Kyrie and KD. So two huge home games back-to-back. I do think we'll probably see pretty – pretty. I, I would guess if we can, as long as the game doesn't start going too far in either direction, we'll probably see pretty much that eight-man rotation in each game. Because um, have it be these are the – in December, these are – you know, it's going to feel like a playoff atmosphere inside of State Farm those two nights. I know it will – I was there every single game last year. I that 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 place is going to be rocking those two nights. So um, it's going to be huge games for the Hawks. I I truly think going two and zero is definitely doable. I, I think that's very much in the realm of possibility for the Hawks here. Um, kind of what you were saying a little. I want I want to add to it, Dejounte. I agree. Um, it's not that he's playing bad. You know, I, I won't I won't say that at all. But I do want to see him start taking over a little bit more. We saw glimpses of that in the beginning of the season. Um, I think most notably against the Knicks uh, in Madison Square Garden after Trey went out. So we, he can do it. He can do it on the Hawks, too. Not just like we've seen it, you know, in San Antonio in the past. So um, do want to see him take over a little bit more than he has. But like I said, you know, to, to finish that, he's not playing bad by any means. Just want to see him take it to the next level. Um, so. I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's an exciting time uh, to be Haw- uh, to be a Hawks fan. I-, I wish our record was a little bit better than it is right now, but um, as you mentioned, you know the possibility of us getting this thing turned around and turned around pretty quickly is is still right there. It's been right there. It's 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 right in front of us. We 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 gotta we gotta do it. And um, I think with you know Trey being the obviously the best player on the team the team leader or if he should be the team leader rather if he if he isn't inside the locker room um you know him him playing the way that he is right now and turning it around it's giving me the confidence as a fan to think that we as a team are actually turning this around so um it feels feels good and uh yeah man um you know we'll uh we'll kind of talk about a little bit of the 
a little bit more of the injuries and in, in this uh West Kane uh excuse me West Coast road trip that we have coming up. But before we do that, why don't you give a little shout out to our our uh, sponsors over at Firmament real quick? Yeah, uh, really quick before before we get into the commercial break, uh, last player I wanted to touch on is Onyeka Kangu. Like Onyeka, I've been in particularly very, very critical of Onyeka just because I was expecting that huge kind of year three leap. I spoke to him during media day, uh, asked him if he was ready, and 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 he said he was he was going to make a lot of Hawks fans proud. So um, not you know we've seen some flashes, most notably against those Bucks. Uh, and where Onyeka's looked fantastic, especially against Giannis. But these last couple of games, Onyeka's looked fantastic. Like, he's actually one of the players that stand out to me the most. Um, he probably had the best game of his season, if not maybe his career the on that Wednesday night a game against the Bulls that we should have won. But he had, he finished the game with 18 and 11, five blocks, um, eight of 14 from the field. And he was just all over the place, just being a menace on the defensive end. And then he followed that up with another great performance against Detroit, 12 points, nine rebounds, two assists, two blocks. He's now has scored in double digits for three consecutive games, which is the longest stretch of the entire season um, or tied for the longest stretch. But Onyeka's, I don't know what he's been doing differently, what the coaches told him, or maybe he was just in his head for the first, you know, 20-ish games of the season. But Onyeka's looked like a completely different player in these last two games specifically. And, and hopefully he can continue that and just roll that over and ride that momentum into playing like the true number six overall picks, right? You know, that that was uh he was a lottery pick. We picked him high in the draft and these last couple games, he's really looking like uh, a true difference maker. So would love to see that uh, continue from Big O. Uh, with that being said, before we get into the injuries, as you mentioned, Mac, quick shout out to our sponsors of the pod. That is our guys at FirmamentSolutions.com. Absolutely great guys, a local company based out of here in Atlanta. So if you're ever looking to build a physical network for the future, only networks that can actually scale with technology will be able to do so. And that's exactly what Firmament Solutions does. Uh, I would highly recommend checking them out if you're a business owner or working for a business. Uh, give those guys a look at firmamentsolutions.com. That is F-I-R-M-A-M-E-N-T solutions.com. So they do great work. Give those guys a uh a check-in and um yeah they're, they're they're a great organization so shout out to those guys for sponsoring the podcast much love and back to our regular scheduled programming um injuries the injuries uh we've obviously dealt with a lot of injuries mac but we came back and yesterday or not yesterday the last game that we played against was the first time all season long all season that we've had every single guy healthy, right? And we saw the outcome, 25-point win. Sure, maybe it was against one of the worst teams in the league. But like I said, the NBA is a tough league. We see upsets all the time, even for us especially. But especially we came out <laughs> and took care of business, and that was probably the most comfortable win we've experienced all season long. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, the uh, the glory was short-lived because it did look like Clint and DeAndre might have re-injured something so Clint did leave the game early. He's questionable to return tonight um, as long as well as with DeAndre Hunter. He injured his ankle that first half against the uh, the, the Pistons, but he was at morning shoot around this morning. So that could be a good indication that he he's healthy. Uh, but, you know, you know, I, I wouldn't even risk, you know, if, if Clint and DeAndre need to sit out another game or so, we're on a back to back tomorrow. No reason to rush it. I think as 
although the Pacers are playing great basketball, they just played last night, so they're actually off to a back-to-back, and they're going to be a little winded. Um, and I think we have enough talent, especially if Trey continues his play. I think him and you know Dejounte and um, you know Bogey, those guys, I think they should be enough to carry the load. But uh, prayers up to DeAndre and Clint Capella because we're going to need them for this uh, these next stretch of games. Oh yeah, um, and I think you kind of nailed it on the head. Um, it's by no means saying that Indiana is playing great basketball, so I, I, I'm not making that point at all. But I don't really think we want to risk either one of them having their kind of minor injuries. Uh, and, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying minor because, no, you know, it's not like they got any sort of out for six weeks diagnosis or anything like that. So um, just saying, like, no no need to push it. No no need to um, re- re-injure it even worse. I think both these guys, uh, if they were to sit out the next two or three games, could come back that fourth game and be fully healthy. You know what I mean? So, um so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the need to risk it at all, especially with exactly what you said right before the commercial for Clint's case. Onyeka is playing his arguably the best basketball of not only his entire season, maybe even his entire career. So you know, I think you know you got to ride the hot hand. That's something you do in basketball, and um, pray that Big O keeps keeps having big games. Um, you know, he he seems to uh, more, most notably against the Bucks, but. It, it does seem like that kid uh, loves the spotlight, man. When it's a big game, it seems like he normally does play his best. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I'm excited to see him yam on somebody from Brooklyn or or Los Angeles because Lord knows he will. So um, so we'll see what happens uh, with the injuries. It's you know I'm I'm not reading too much into him because as you've said many times, if I said many times, it's a long season. These little injuries are going to happen. So a calf strain, you know, it's. Not something you want your guys to go through, you know. I'm sure it it can be painful, and it's something that can keep you out. But um, at the end of the day, it's not something where they have to get surgery or anything like that. So, um, and if they have to get surgery, it may be something they can get done during the off season, right? So, um, so yeah, I I, I don't feel too, I'm I guess really to wrap up my feelings, I'm not not too worried about the injuries. It, you, you you do hate to see it. Um, but for the most part, it does seem like they, they should be back, you know, maybe even this time next week. So, um, yeah. so yeah. And, and like I mentioned, the Pacers are coming off a of back-to-back. They just lost to New Orleans last night in New Orleans by 20 points. So that's scary in some sense, but it's like, it's a like double-edged sword, right, Mac? Like they're coming off a of back-to-back, so we should have the upper hand in terms of stamina and just things like that, because we've had the last few days off. But they just got beat by 20 points, and I'm sure they're going to want to get that taste out of their mouth. So they're going to be coming out hot. Uh, You know, Lloyd Pierce is on the bench. So whenever Trey goes against uh, LP, uh, he usually typically puts his best foot forward. So hopefully uh, we come out with the W, because these next stretch of games is certainly going to be – could be a turning point for the season, right? Like the Pacers – this is pretty much dead even. Vegas has Pacers like as a one point favorite, but that's usually, you know, that's that's a wash, right? So we should win this point. game. The toughest game is going to be against that Nets squad tomorrow that is at home. And then we play the Lakers, who the Lakers are horrible. No Anthony Davis. We should be favored in that one as well. And then we have a couple of more favorable matchups. We got the Warriors on Monday, then we got the Kings, and then the Lakers again. So, and the Warriors are pretty shorthanded as well. So out of most of these games, we should be favored minus tomorrow night's game against Brooklyn. But hey, we we could make up a lot of ground here if we win tonight. 
we come out and get our revenge against the Nets. That's two wins. We beat the Lakers and the Warriors and the Kings and the Lakers again. That's quickly looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, six wins in a row. Might you know, in addition to the the last one, so we could potentially see a seven game win streak. Now, that's uh that's going to be tough to do because we've talked about our team getting hot, but I really believe this is slowly when um we start to see the old Hawks come back. So, uh, again. This this next stretch of six, seven games is going to be very telling, and it's going to see what we're made out of. Our guys are healthy, and again, we should be favored in majority of these matchups except for the Nets game. Um, but if we can beat that that Nets team tomorrow, then guys, we could be we could finish this next six, seven games, you know, at you know, pretty much seven games, eight games above five hundred potentially if we play our cards right. Eight games above five hundred that would surpass. A season best i think the best we've gotten is like five games above 500 when we started the season seven and three so this could be huge for us and, and like i said it's a tight eastern conference race there's only a few games that separate us and like a top four seed so um let's come out and get these w's man oh yeah no uh two little comments then we'll, then we'll wrap it up uh the pacers game tonight I, i'll say if if Trey drops a 40-burger, don't, don't be shocked if he looks at the bench, the Pacers bench, at least once after one of his made shots. Uh, I don't know. There, there, there seems to, you know, with LP being on the bench, just uh, excited about that one. But um, I digress from that, uh, you know, to comment on the West Coast road trip that we have coming up. Historically, the Hawks tend to not do too bad on those West Coast road trips. Um, you know, I think – Either 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 team on the on each coast when you when you make those road trips, uh, they can be kind of daunting for the traveling and how long you're away from home and and how exhausting it can be. But um, you know, ever since I've been a Hawks fan, I I feel like the Hawks actually tend to do pretty well on these West Coast road trips. So um, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I I I don't know if we'll win all six of these games as you mentioned, but I do think the chance of going four and two. Five and one, uh, whatever it may be, is is very very much in the realm of possibility. So um, it's an exciting time. Uh, hopefully, hopefully next time we record next week, it's it's you know the positivity is still there. Um, but but yeah, man, uh, we'll go. Like I said, we'll go and wrap it up on that. As as we said in the beginning, happy holidays. The holidays for some people are still going on, and obviously we have New Year's Eve coming up. So to all you Hawks fans out there especially those that follow Hawks Fan TV. We want to wish you a happy new year from uh, Hawks Fan TV. And hopefully your new year, just like the Hawks, is going to be a little bit of a turnaround and we'll 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 uh we'll we'll get this thing uh settled right. So um yeah man, I'll 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 throw it over to you for any last comments, but but then we'll we'll wrap it up after that. Yeah, no, that's you 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 nailed it beautifully, Max. So on behalf of myself and Mac and everyone else at HFTV Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for following us on all our social medias. We're doing another giveaway for the Bucks game in a couple of weeks. So be on the lookout for that. But hey, we love each and every single one of you guys. And um, hopefully uh, our, our team can turn it around because this is uh, this is an exciting time and we need to start racking up these W's. Uh, and yeah, we appreciate all you guys listening. And until next time, uh, we will see you guys later. Go Hawks, baby. Go Hawks.